This is Toshiba Radio with Russell Crowe. And listeners, have I got a treat for you. Live in the studio, I have Sir Bob Geldof with me. Sir Bob, thank you very much for joining us today. Thanks very much. Brilliant. Uh, can you just tell my listeners a little bit about the story? Because I'm always interested in how the group call uh, entity came about. And there was a need. You had a very important need, a family need, if I recall. Yeah, I mean, uh, I've got four girls. Um, three of them more or less came of age to go to secondary school at the same time. It was easy enough when they were in primary school. It was down the road. But suddenly they got varying uh, um, qualifications and uh, to get to different different schools, different schools that suited them. Um, but, you know, as I've said before, early morning was like planning D-Day in our house. You know, they all had to go all over London. And I got worried um, simply because they were of an age and uh, I didn't... It was one thing taking the bus on the corner to... Hmm. Uh, Oxford Circus or over to Wandsworth or you know, Dulwich, wherever they were going. It was another thing coming home at night on, um, you know, in the same bus as winter nights, queuing up, you know, anxious, probably stupidly so, but um, nonetheless, dad stuff. And uh, my best mate, Howard, um, was talking about his cousin, and he said he had this... Uh, this technology for mobile phones, which were obviously not as ubiquitous as they are now. Sure. And I, he said you, you wanted to meet me. So I went over the, to the King's Road in Chelsea to a cafe where I did my meetings then. And I met Lawrence Royston. And, uh, and I said, well, what is it? He said, basically, it's just a mass messaging system which um, will alert parents to their children's, uh, whether they've arrived at school, etc., etc. I said, what's a call? He said, group call. Now, I'm big on names. <laughs> That's the thing. If you've got the name of something right, if, it's, it, if it does what it says on the package, you're halfway there. And I just said, and it just chimed with exactly my fear at that moment. And if I had that fear, then by definition, parents all over the country had... So, uh, and he said, but it's real important application more than just, you know, assuaging parental fear is that it does what the web was always supposed to do. It frees up um, people's time so the school secretary doesn't have to sit there on the register checking you in anymore. It's done automatically. Um, if if J- little Johnny or Jenny isn't there, then automatically uh, a text goes out in any language you like to a parent saying where are they or they haven't arrived in school that's cheaper than uh, much cheaper than a landline call so it did all these things and yeah. reduced papers reduced cost it, it freed up time and I thought absolutely you know I'll get involved in this and um, that was about what five six years ago and it's just grown massively now to uh, the other the other thing as I got hip to the web was you know really the the block in all this stuff is the information block. How does data gets blocked up? How does it free itself up and divide into niches? And how do you collect data? And that in turn seemed to be what schools and the government and what they want to do was going through. So these very young developers, when they say technology is the new rock and roll, I mean, some of those kids up in group call, they really do remind me of what it was like when I started a rock and roll band. I mean, they're doing weird stuff that I can't comprehend. And, um, you know, they're getting off it in the same way as we would writing a tune. So there's all of that excitement for me. And then always watching a company grow from 
you know, a chance meeting in a cafe in Chelsea to being the backbone a lot of, uh, that a lot of the technology that the schools use now technologically to manage their data, to talk to their head teachers, to manage the kids in the school, and in turn to talk to um, uh, parents. Well, it's a really good story, and I, I love the way you tell it as well. And you're here at BET 2014 talking about a new uh, emerging technology, a building on that platform, Child mm. Rescue Alert. What mm. can you tell me about that? Well, it goes back to the very beginning of how this started. I mean, um, uh, as we know, um, and we are, it was brought sharply home to us um, by an incident in Scotland, which was horrible. Um, we do a lot of business with the government in Scotland and the schools in Scotland and an incident occurred about three, four years ago where a dad brought um, his kid to school left him off at the corner uh, between the corner and the school gate was, what, 60 yards the kid never got to school Um, now uh, the police really do need a two hour window and then it kind of closes when they need to be told about a child disappearing if if, if they get the information within that uh, if the public can be told in general the kid will be found if not it's up for grabs Um, this little boy was found two days later dead and um, the schools that have been using our system or whatever um can contact a parent straight away and the authorities if there's anything up and you know unfortunately this school wasn't using any system at all to that so they didn't know what was happening Um, and just from that desperate situation we began to think how can you how can you use the stuff we built to extend it out to you know benefit others and um we got in contact, or they got in contact with us, um, the missing um, child crowd, and we just said, absolutely, take our stuff, use it for free, use it, you know. And um, so in cooperation with um, the police nationally and with missing persons, um, they're now using our kit and our technological backbone to uh, facilitate them. They're launching in May. Um, it's, uh, I'm very glad about it. Yeah. Uh, I've seen the results already. It's already up and running, but quite literally I've seen the results of um, suddenly people being able to immediately contact them, say, I saw this person, is it them? They then rifle through it, they then contact them. It's often it's, a, you know, it's not just a, a child, often it's a 50-year-old man who just wanders off, or a woman, and um, you can just say, look, you know, are you doing this, or do you want to go home, or, you know, it's up to you, we leave it up to you, but, you know people are worried about you do you want to contact them you can contact them to us anonymously so um you know once you go into missing persons which is you know all run by volunteers it's sort of a samaritans for people who've lost their way or kids who just want to bail out sometimes they're abused but actually more often than not they're they do they want to leave and then they and they don't want to hurt their parents and they want to contact it's very sad and i'm very very proud that group called our part of this thing. I think it'll make a big difference. So let's just be clear that the Child Rescue Alert is is, uh, utilising that golden two-hour period in which a child suddenly, someone realises that the child's gone missing and just blanket texts and uses your technology to get that message out into the public, if you like. Yeah, and um, you've seen it now where um, on the billboards, electronic billboards, you'll see a missing person come up. And uh, a lot of the time, like, you know, they ring up anyway, missing persons and saying, please just tell them I'm okay. 
and you know you, you can try and coax them back home but you can say look you know we're here and uh, but they can use um, our system as well like to, to keep talking to and often they prefer that to missing persons are talking home and just using it you know completely free of charge so uh, as I say uh, who'd have thought that that would be the end result but it does bother me you, if you're a parent and I realise there's people listening to this ward but if you've got kids or even any of your family the panic that sets in and you know if we can um, alleviate that panic just by using the stuff that some bright spark dreamt up in our company yep I'm there brilliant it's a great story and i love the way it's the innovation is led by a real practical human interest and that you're in a position to shape the development in, uh, it's yeah, just amazing I mean, it is and like you know the police are saying you know that they're in the same boat as a lot of the schools i mean you know the government you know when the when the when the education secretary announces some new thing um, he's basing what he's doing on out-of-date um, criteria, out-of-date data, often nine months, by definition, nine months behind. Sure. Um, we're also developing live up-to-the-minute data so that schools can see exactly what's going on uh, in their area or in the country, but also filtering it live in real time, this data, back to the government so that policy then can be implemented in a more immediate way and, and in a more practical way. And I think from the missing persons thing, what the police are seeing, that again joining the dots up of data that they're beginning to formulate different methodologies as well I mean you know it sounds so weird that I'd be interested in that but when you see whole new systems developing out of it very similar to the way the human brain actually acts when data is pounding it you know on, on, a, on a minute by minute basis and it filters through that and it, it decides what it wants to do that's been the problem with our huge sprawling organisations they do not act as one and uh, they can't comprehend what's going on outside of, you know, their experts saying, well, it might be this, it might be that. In real time, if data is filtered through, and then, you know, it can be seen, it can be analysed, and then decisions can be made based upon actuality rather than imagination. And that's where we're going with all of this. Brilliant. It's a brilliant story. What other things are they working on at the moment at Groupal? It's that. I mean, you know, I mean, there, there, there are, I mean, we've already, which we can't announce yet, but we're part of, again, embedded in these vast systems that have just won big contracts, not just in this country, but everywhere else, and they're using group call technologies. It's rather like, you know, when you see a, you, you see a, an ad for a new computer and it says, using Intel technology, you know. Um, a lot of these systems are using group call technology, which is, you know, I mean, it's the overused word in the technical, in the technical world, but world but you know it's very cool to be part of that am i going to make multi-billions out of this no you know am i you know am i the uh, you know part of a new bill gatesian type universe no but i mean i really i really genuinely don't think about that um it's so interesting that bizarrely a tech phobe like me i can think of what's meant to happen i can think where it should be going i can think of how it can be useful but I've no idea how it works or how to make it, and yet I'm part of a company that's doing precisely that. That is, for me, seriously cool. And all too often, I think, Bob, that innovative ideas like this need a personality like yourself to bring to it, just to get the focus and just to get an audience. Or to explain it in an absolutely... Like, I don't understand what Royston is going on about when he tells me. You know, I've no idea. What, what, what do you mean? You know, 
But when they then, when they break down, say, look, and they give you an, an example. I mean, the kid who built one of the biggest systems we have was 17. He dropped out of school at 13. You know, he's just not capable of school. He knocks on Lawrence's door and says, you're doing this. And he said, yeah. And he said, well, you know, I, I'm a programmer. And he goes, mm, are you? And he goes, yeah. And he said, give me a chance. And so this kid, and, and I spoke to him and I said, how how do you do that? He goes, whoa, whoa, you, you, you saw, you build a platform. Well, what, what does that mean? You know, what do you mean? And he goes, well, you know, you, you, you construct a basis. I said, but how do you, I mean, construct, you use bricks and cement. He goes, no, you use binary code. And I said, you're 17, get a grip, you know. And he said, what zeros and ones? I said, thank you, I know what binary is. You know, and, he said, and I said, how did you get into it? And he said, well, I was into games. I couldn't do anything in school. Okay. And, uh, and I, he said, and then I noticed I liked one type of game where there was a peculiar graphics. And he said, and I went behind the graphics. I said, what do you mean? He said, well, you know when sometimes numbers just pop up in your screen from an email or something? I said, yeah. And he said, well, I went looking for those. And I began to notice patterns in the, in the code. And he said, I recognize that as the signature of, of this, this graphic that I like. So it was one guy doing this. And I copied that to see, and I got to a very basic copy of this. Now, I equate that to me being forced to learn guitar in school because I was so bored and I didn't want to play sports and my mate had a guitar and I fumbled around and I gradually arrived at a chord and it sounded like Pete Townsend from The Who, my hero and like, and I went, whoa, you know and from there I could you know, play the song My Generation and, uh, and this was what he was describing so when I say it's the new rock and roll literally, that's what this guy was doing and he built this massive technologically profound data management system what amazing you know how did i write it you know a few number ones i don't know you know and i suppose other people are going how do you do that i don't know but you know this guy did brilliant i've really enjoyed chatting time i know you have to go now but demands on your time are, are prolific thank you very much chatting live here with sir bob geldof from group call with putting the world to rights with texting services thanks very much sir bob. cheers mate this is Toshiba Radio with Russell Crowe.